Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Coastline Covenant Podcast. Special because I have two first-time guests with me on the program today. And these first-time guests are coincidentally Coastline's two newest hires. It is Michelle Stout and Keegan Mori. Michelle is helping me out with youth as our new student ministries associate. And Keegan is helping out Rochelle as our new children's intern. So it's a really fun conversation hearing them, how they got to this job, what they're most excited for, and just a lot of laughs, a lot of jokes. I know both Keegan and Michelle very well, so it was really fun to just sit and talk with them for a bit. So we really hope you enjoy this episode and get to know our two newest hires. And remember, our 100th episode is coming soon, and we want your questions, so make sure you send your questions to me, hbabcock at coastline.family, in the subject line, questions for the podcast and we will get to them. Our episode's coming soon. I'm very excited for it. We've moved a lot of schedules around because we really want this hundredth one to be special. But until then, enjoy this episode with Keegan and Michelle and we will see you next week and every single week after that. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Coastline Covenant Podcast. Happy to be here with two people who've never been on the podcast before. And I think when I started this podcast, several almost hundred episodes ago now I would have been like man if I could get these two folks on the podcast that would be great but if I get these two people working at Coastline that would even be better even more great I was gonna say which I don't think it makes sense but I'm here with Michelle Stout Keegan Mori the two newest employees here at Coastline Covenant Church and we just thought we just talk about it just get into what it means to be an employee here at Coastline, how you guys got here, what you're most excited about, what you're least excited about, who your least favorite coworker is at this point <laughs> so far. And I will give you a hint. It is Sean for both of them. They have told me offline. 15 they, days in. They didn't want me to mention Sean's name. It would be too triggering. But I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I say that a lot. But I am excited to be here with both of you because I know both of you. And I've known both of you for a long time, various ways, various relationships. But it's fun to be here with you as we're here, as you guys are the newest employees at Coastline. So before we jump into the nitty gritty, let's go 40,000 foot. Who are you and what do you do here at Coastline Covenant Church? We'll start with you. Oh, okay. I'm Keegan. Hi, Keegan. Um, I am the children's intern. So I guess I help Rochelle with lesson planning, coming up with activities, going through what we like about the lessons, what we don't, and then just hanging out with the kids couple questions for you when do you ever encounter things you don't like in a lesson is that often oh yeah and then what do you do well there's just activities that you're like realistically that doesn't work or like example i'd love like they'll be like take ketchup and mustard and immediately you're like "Mm -mm, we're not doing that (laughs) um a lot of like messy ones that you're just like i don't want to deal with that today And is it because you don't want to deal with the cleanup or you don't think kids will get it? Or is it just like all of the above? Or like mustard in your eyes. That sounds terrible. It's just like you imagine the clothes after church Mm -hmm. and it's just not something you want to deal with. Yeah. A lot of this is happening on Sunday. I guess I didn't realize. I'm thinking this is like crew on a Thursday. It's like whatever. but, but yeah, Yeah. But you don't want a kid getting picked up. His mom had like some revelatory Sunday morning experience and he's covered in mustard. Yeah. And she's like, what are you here for? So you're the children's, I almost said student, you're the children's intern. That means you work right under Rochelle. Mm-hmm. How has that been? And you know what? I don't have to keep this part in the podcast. So you can be as honest as you want. It's been great. Could you, <laughs> could you imagine to just like, I put a beep in there. It's beep. Great. <laughs> and what did she say? No, it's been fun having you around the office. Keegan, what's been so far? I know it's not been very long, but to you, the most surprising part about interning slash working at a church? Mm, I guess 
I don't know. I guess just it's been really fun and it doesn't feel that different, which is really nice. From what? From volunteering. Oh, that's good. Um, Just that sweet, so, sweet paycheck, baby. Right, which I haven't gotten yet. So, <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Wow. I'm so sorry to have brought that up. I really. Um, yeah, it's a sore subject. Oh, I feel bad about that. So uh, if you're listening to this and you somehow control the finances at Coastline, Keegan, her Venmo, I'll put it in the link. I'll put it in the bio so you guys can go ahead and give her her money, which she so desperately needs for all the hard work she's been doing. Well, thank you, Keegan. We'll check back in with you in a second. Michelle, sorry, spoiler alert. Who are you? What do you do here? I'm Michelle and I'm the youth associate, which means I get to work with Hunter and hang out with teenagers. That's a really generous way of putting all of that because it's a lot more work and I can speak to this very personally because we do work together. Michelle does so much. She vision casts. She helps take things that I would say are hunter ideas, which are like your ketchup and mustard ideas and bring them more into the realm of like reality. She's a yes person, not in the sense like everything has to be yes, but it's like, yes, let's make it happen in a very realistic and pragmatic way. And she's just a wealth of knowledge and experience. How long have you been doing ministry, professional or volunteer, other? Like, just add them all up. How long? I started volunteering back in 2008. So 2008. I did take a few years off when I left Rolling Hills. And then, I guess it's just a year. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> until that Until I started helping here. But yeah. So it's been a long time. Yeah. I have this question for you. This is not really in the purview of the conversation, but I am interested. In your opinion, 2008 teenager, 2023 teenager, what's changed and what have you had to learn in order to minister to students effectively in this season? I I think teenagers and adolescents in general are going to be the same uh, throughout history. It's always going to be the time of your life where you are questioning authority and wanting to push back against ideas that were given to you when you were a child. You're kind of making your own way there. So that's the same. But I think 2008, and it's hard because I was very new in all of this and I was just a volunteer, a small group leader. But I think there's a I don't know, less interest in church. Like back then there was a lot of kids that would just show up at church for the fun, big environments. Mm-hmm. Um, now you get more kids that uh, kind of just come because they're somehow already connected. We're not getting as many students that are kind of loosely showing up because their parents saw it in an email or saw that, oh, there's this big cool church that's doing giant inflatables. So <laughs> That started to change even when we were, when I was working at Rolling Hills, that there's less of the community aspect that was there. Is it harder for you in that way? Like, did you like the big, everybody's coming and they know the name of the place and what we're doing? Or do you like it in this way that I hear you kind of saying of like, it's a little bit more like who you know and making those connections? I I think there's pros and cons. Mm -hmm. I think there's for sure the side where, I get to know all the students, um, which is always my favorite. Getting to do more intimate discipleship is the goal always. But I think the challenge for the context now is that there isn't the outreach component. Mm. Um, it's going to be a little bit more, I don't know, getting more creative in how to get there. But I think that that's still something that's a value um, that we're trying to get at. But just not as easy as it was before where you print out flyers and you (laughs) make the students hand them out at school and they would come back with stories and be like, oh, I put it in this many lockers and this random kid showed up and it was pretty cool stuff that would happen back then. Yeah, that's a really good point of the 
network of students on a regular day at school was so much wider than it is now. That's fascinating. I didn't think about that. Keegan, you were a high school student more recently than both of us. Can you tell me a little bit of what like locker culture is like these days? Like, are people using lockers? Um, I always had a locker and then I would forget which one was my locker <laughs> in high school. In middle school, you use it. In high school, a little less. Forgot. Because you're using your car more or like yeah. not caring about school. Yeah. And Michelle, I'm not going to ask you about your locker in high school. I was about to say, I, I don't even know what <laughs> that looks like. You don't know what a locker looks I like? I mean, there was a point when my dad did debate buying us lockers just to have so we could have an experience that felt normal. You were homeschooled. For all 12 years. It sounds like it sounds all like we were making, years. like you went to school on like a spaceship or something. Like, no, you, you were homeschooled. That's why you don't know what a locker yes. is. I mean, my husband does say that I graduated in front of my stuffed animals, so that <laughs> could be... Your husband, kind of weird. who is a high school math teacher. He is, yes. So the, the student vibes are heavy in the Stout household. Yeah, we that's definitely think this age group is fascinating. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Keegan, what do you find most fascinating about children? Um, They're just like honest. Wow. And they're funny. I don't know. What's the most honest thing a kid has ever said to you? Oh, kids say weird stuff. <laughs> Like, they'll just call you out on things. I don't know if I can think of an example. They have no shame. Yeah, they. I wouldn't yeah. have said honest. I would have said, like, blunt. Yeah. <laughs> or direct. Yeah. Out of You're control. A little, she's definitely kinder. <laughs> yeah, it's very sweet. Like, they're just so sweet and kind, and they're honest, and it's, like, not that nice. They yeah. could be mean. Yeah, sometimes. How do you deal with mean kids? You know... I'm still trying to figure that out. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe we can kind of workshop a little bit, like, because Michelle and I have dealt with a lot of mean kids over the years. Yeah. Um, so what what's your go-to conflict resolution style? Is it like confrontation? Is it, you know, let's talk about it later. You're talking to maybe Rochelle, a supervisor, about how to handle it. What's your conflict resolution style? Um, well, I don't know what kind of conflict you're thinking of, but of like with little things. With a kid, things. like a little kid's mean to you. No, I mean That's my to conflict, me? yeah. Oh, um, I mean, I just am like, cool, thanks, don't say that, I don't know. But if it's like, kids are not participating, not mm -hmm. listening, con like, consistently, I normally try to pull them aside and mm. just be like, hey, you know, I can take something away, I don't have a problem with doing that, it's always the football with the boys, I'm like, wow. the football will be taken away. So that just seems pretty easy and clean. You always know the object that. Right. And is that like threatening? They're like, okay, we're sorry. Yeah. I'm like, one of you guys can ruin it for all your friends. And oh, that whips them into shape pretty quick because they love that football. I did not want to be on the business end of a confrontation. I have a question. Jeez. Can they throw the football? Yeah. So they like love the football. Good at it? Yeah. But before a little while, the football disappeared, not as a <gasps> disciplinary thing, as just we lost it. Where'd it go? And they tried to play baseball in the classroom. Not and we were good, like, we need to thing. get the football back. Nope, we need so, a football. Yeah. Do you know where the football went? Did you find it eventually? Yeah, it was. I think it was because we moved classrooms. Mm. So we just went back another one. I thought someone took it home. Someone took Probably. it home. Like Keegan can't take it if it's at my house. The logic is infallible. Smart kid. So do you have a lot of options in terms of like activities for the kids like when they are going crazy like I because I think I always envision kids ministry with like chaos in the room with with teenagers a little different but with kids it's like it's that honesty but it not only comes out in their words but it comes out in their energy they're not like I'm going to take a deep breath and think about how I feel there's like I'm erratic I'm jumping off the walls I'm a child 
what do you have at your disposal then? Because it's not like school where it's like, I'm going to, you know, get you in trouble with the principal. Like you have them for that hour, hour and a half. What do you do? Well, I think I do with it a little differently than a lot of other people would. I, I like the chaos. Wow. I like it. Well, you know, it's always nice when kids are sitting nicely and listening to you, but I also realize that's not always going to happen. Totally. So when there's chaos, I normally like to give them a minute to have the chaos, to get it out a little bit. My favorite thing with the little kids, this doesn't really work as much with the older kids, is um, I say we're going to get our wiggles out. That's so cute. I have them stand there and do little, you know, shake their hands in the air, shake their legs, and then they sit down and have to listen. But I just am a big believer in getting it out. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, Does, And you find that to be effective, getting the wiggles out? Yeah. I love I like that. It. We might have to steal that, Michelle. That's I pretty know. good. Just get your wiggles out. It's. I feel like it could work for a lot of people. Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> I mean, I should do that before I start my day. Just get my wiggles out. I could. Lord knows, I could use a couple. I mean, you times. do like a seven mile run in the morning. I feel like that is your version of getting the wiggles out. <laughs> that's a. That's a little bit different of a wiggle. That's a little bit more. A little bit more wiggling, if you ask me. Keegan, I want to talk before we talk about how you got here. Just one last thing. You are interning here because your hope is to go into working with children professionally. What do you want to do? What's your career path? What's the desired outcome of all of this? Um, I just want to be an elementary school teacher. It's been kindergarten for a long time. My like classroom, like the one I would pick, but I don't know. I'm kind of interested in fifth grade now, which is a big jump. Yeah, that wow. is. that's huge. Yeah, because I observed a fifth grade classroom for one of my classes and it was like, it was really fun. So, well, yeah, just something in that. That's cool. Fifth like grade. Bookends, like, yeah. Starting out in school setting and then ending their elementary years. Yeah. It's, it's very different. Like, I like it for different reasons. So, yeah. My kindergarten teacher was my fifth grade teacher as well. Oh, there you go. That's going to be me. 100%. You're not going to be in, you're <laughs> neither. Me too, though. But because <laughs> it was my mom. <laughs> Wow. That's great. That's really funny. And it's true, which is yeah. beautiful. So uh, I want to ask you guys how this whole thing came about. How did you come to be working at Coastline Covenant Church? Michelle, I'll start with you. I feel like I just started volunteering. Um, and I really, when I left Rolling Hills uh, in doing this professionally uh, and getting paid to do this full time, um, it was definitely a, a shock to jump into something completely different, which is psych nursing. <laughs> and yeah. then, but I realized like there was this void of, I want to be involved in ministry. I love serving in the church. I uh, am very passionate about mentoring and, and discipleship in general. And, and I love this age group. So I needed to figure out how to keep doing that. Um, it was kind of hard the first year. I didn't have any opportunities. There really wasn't a need uh, to help with youth. There were so many volunteer leaders. Hunter had it figured out. Um, and so it was, there wasn't really a spot for me. And then when Hunter went on sabbatical last year, Nikki was like, you want to help out? So I took attendance for many weeks. <laughs> That's all that I did. And then I came back from sabbatical, my first one. And Nikki's like, you should really try to get Michelle to help. And I was like, Michelle wants to help? 
because we had worked together at Rolling Hills yeah. and um, it felt like, you know, I'm not a sports guy. So I'm really going to try this metaphor. Just get, you know, respond with your positive or negative feedback okay. via email. But like, it felt like someone's like, Tom Brady wants to come back and play for whatever team Tom Brady used to play for. Insert team here. And it's like, well, he wants to come back and play because it felt like such a high caliber person wanting to help and give their time. Uh, and so I remember we met at Hi-Fi. It was raining. I was like, what do you want to do? And you're like, you're going to have to tell me to stop because I want to do so much. Yes. And that was the beginning of that moment. I came back into the office and I was like, we're going to have to hire Michelle one day. I'm so happy because we got to hire Michelle one day. And that day was, you said, what, 13 days ago, 18 days ago? Yeah. Who, who's keeping count, though? It's definitely within a month. Yeah, within, <laughs> within a month. It's been yeah. very recent. Yeah, and I didn't fully anticipate, like, ever getting hired mm -hmm. back at a church. I was definitely just like, I want to be involved. I have skill set here. I have experience. And I want to offer that in the church. And so doing that all summer didn't see it coming when you yeah. offered me a position. I was like, I did not anticipate that at all. Yeah. It's so funny that it's so funny that you say that actually, because I was just wondering like, is she going to at some point be like, Hey, can you quit stealing my time? Like I have other things going on in my life and you guys are just taking so much. And so I'm glad it felt like a surprise to you. For me, it felt like a very long time coming. Something you mentioned um, before you kind of got into the story was like, you missed that mentoring, you missed that one-on-one, -on -one, but there's also a piece of you, Michelle, that's so incredibly creative. And so I'm wondering, like, in that year that you weren't doing ministry, how did you get your creative wiggles out, so to speak? Which is now, uh, wiggles will somehow be in the title of the episode. It definitely will. How, how did you get your creative wiggles out when you weren't doing ministry? I mean, I am always find something creative to do. I It's usually something tangible. Um, when it's outside of the church, it's definitely arts and crafts. I yeah. love crocheting. I love to do um, different forms of crafts, but that is very different to have in the church. I'm not here trying to have us all learn how to crochet or knit things. Wow. Crochet ministry starting yep. now here at no. Coastline. Could you imagine? But I, I like to problem solve. And so that side of creativity, um, is always kind of how my brain works. So working in ministry and working with Lloyd definitely required a lot of problem solving because Lloyd, you were saying earlier that saying uh, I'm always a yes person because working under Lloyd was there's no option to say no. It's just how do I make it work? So that was my natural skill set. Um, I don't know. I make that work in every job that I have had. So that works in the context of nursing. Yeah, that, the I, mean, I mean, I, there's a lot of times I bet nursing you have to solve a problem on the fly and it's like I don't have time to ask or I don't have time to really think. I have to just solve this problem. Yeah, and I see that happening in ministry when we've had issues like not nursing issues come up. There's never been like a kid like, I need my appendix out. Like, it's more like I need. And I also could not do that. Oh, you couldn't? I, I don't okay. do that type of nursing. Well, I'll take that off your job description then. Okay, good. Like, helps with weekly email, preaches often, takes out kids' appendixes when needed. When I was getting married, Michelle texted me and she's like, what's one character that represents like you and Megan's relationship? I, I always like, put people on the spot. I was like, That's a really interesting question. I wonder why. And I think Megan had just seen The Force Awakens, Star Wars The Force Awakens. And I think that's the only Star Wars movie she's seen to this point. I actually that's would hilarious. bet all my money that that's the case. And so I just said BB-8. And so she crocheted us this little BB-8. And we still have it. It's so cute. I love that little thing. And we, we just have it around the house. And I always think about you because that's that was creative. That was very fun. Very sweet gift. That is my favorite thing to do when someone's having a life transition to create an object for them to hide back and forth around the house as like a surprise. 
That's sweet. Keegan, what can Michelle knit or crochet you to represent the transitions in your life? I don't know, I'm have to think about that. She's not offering, by the way. I just I decided mean, to ask. I do like to make a character from the Wiggles. Oh, <laughs> fruit salad, yummy, yummy. I guess I don't know the show. Yeah, honestly, I, neither do I. It's but, so. Okay. I was. Yeah, you're not that. I mean, you're young, but you're not like Wiggles young. Like you, you weren't growing up with Wiggles, were you, Keegan? Was that after me? Was it after you? I don't. Think so. I thought it was before this. you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure about to say machine. you were watching that on rerun. I wasn't watching Wiggles. No, I, I didn't watch the Wiggles. It was just it's the theme. Ninety one. So. Wow. I was gonna say I think Hunter. That's more your. I had no idea. I, okay, well now I'm. That also could have been me too, though. Yeah, I, I just can't believe how long the Wiggles have been around. I did not engage with them when I was younger. What was your kids' content when you were young, Keegan? Uh, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. It's a good show. Wow, beautiful. Can you think of like any like important episodes for you? Like when you think back to your time in Phineas and Ferb, like, oh yeah, that's the one that sticks out. Um, it's honestly just the one where they like go through all the songs because of all the songs ever written? No, they're like the best ones. Because it's a the musical, songs, so there's oh. a song in each episode. I thought you meant the best songs ever written. Like yeah. it's like for Elise. They're doing covers. Hey Jude. Yeah. Those are the only two songs I could think of off the top of my head. So Phineas and Ferb, uh, do you feel like you have to bring some of that like Phineas and Ferb energy to kids ministry? Like the creativity, the fun, the like, we're going to make this day the best day ever. Like very um, loud that's, personality. That's, no, that's the, a great question. Thank you, Michelle. Keegan rolling her eyes at me. Gosh. I, you just say some things that I don't know what the answer is. Like, I'm, Well, that's why I'm asking you. I, well, like, I don't think she's going to bring the chaotic energy. It sounds like the kids bring that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is like in when you think about your giftings? I think creativity is definitely one of them as well, Keegan. Like, how do you find space to be creative in your job in your internship? Well, is that too much spot no, this for week, you? Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> so mean. <laughs> well, when she comes at me, I have to I have to fight back. Um, this week I was bored, and so I just like started researching different like activities for like Christmas time. Love it. What do we got? Um, just give us some. Like in your free time, that's just like. <laughs> that's what I did. Like a Wednesday night, just. Yeah. No, no. Home. Like I looked some up. Some of them are like things I've done before in different contexts and like, you know, I don't know. I did some for crew. I did some for Christmas. I did some for Halloween. So that's Even what I like her to off do. time. She's yeah. Like <laughs> she's dedicated ready. to the craft. I hope Rochelle hears this and she's like, man, Keegan's just putting in the hours. Keegan, how did you come to work here at Coastline? Because for you, I will say, Michelle, I obviously had a strong hand in this. I just kept hearing that you were going to work here at some point. Like that was like the rumor for, I want to say like 23 years of like, well, Keegan's going to be the intern next year. And I was like, okay. And then one day you were. And so maybe you can fill in a gap for me because I'm just wondering how, when, where, Um, what, why. I don't know. Kind of. Like, I think it was at like the beginning of summer, Rochelle just texted me. This year? Yeah. Um, sure, that I just been also nice. like, <laughs> I thought it would be longer ago too, because you've just been so involved that yeah. maybe that was the first time well, you also heard on, about it. She's though. also on our staff too. So Michelle and I are- I mean, I found out about it in August. Yeah, we so. spent we spend a lot of time with Keegan. So. I'm sure they thought about it a lot longer than June. So she yeah. you get a text in June and, and the text says- She's just like, hey, like, you might have the spot. Would you be interested? Um, but it wasn't going to be until mm-hmm. fall. So we were just kind of like going back and forth on the little information that we had about it. And then I was just like, yeah, 
let's do it. I need a job. This is <laughs> like, you know, in the field of what I want to do. So yeah. that's perfect. That's awesome. So you didn't feel like it was a, oh, I have to, it's a bunch of stretching, a bunch of, you know, hard questions. Like, yeah, I want to do this. And that sounds like a fun spot. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that's the energy you bring. That's the energy you both bring of like fun and excitement. And I love Mondays. This is Monday when we're recording this. See you guys come in the office and work. It's really fun. It's really fun to be able to watch you guys work and especially you, Michelle, be be there with you uh, in all of the planning and problem solving and stuff. And and question I want to ask you guys, I think people are curious is what are you most excited about in your job? Like you get offered this position, you say yes, you start, and then you think to yourself like, oh my gosh, like I get to do this or this is going to be happening. I can't wait for that. I think for me, for sure, seeing uh, growth in individuals, I think that's like, I get excited about that in general, every (laughs) moment of my life when somebody makes progress, but definitely in the church and what I'm excited about for our context with youth is like seeing our leaders be able to kind of grow into who they are going to be and that kind of discipler that comes naturally to them because I think that is so unique in how we are all created differently. And so we're going to bring those strengths. Um, and when a leader suddenly clicks and they feel like they're living into that, that's such a cool moment because you see the like fruit take off with their students really also feeling engaged then inviting friends or feeling like they can also do ministry outside of the church. So yeah, that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. And it's funny to hear you say that because when we first started meeting together with the idea of employment in mind, I was thinking, okay, what do you want to do for a fall teaching series? And that was your whole hope of like, I want kids to be proud of their church. I want kids to bring their friends to church and everything you just said right there, we're using as our launching point for fall ministry. And so if you're listening to this and you're a parent or you are a student yourself, just know this is Michelle's vision and this is her heartbeat and it's like really coming out in all we do. So it's really, really fun to hear you say that. And I'm really excited for all that too, especially our staff finally stepping up and doing something. Anyway, Keegan, uh, what are you most excited about this year? Um, well, actually, I'm really excited for youth ministries too. I know that's not my job, but, <laughs> but she is I'm a leader. excited. We do need to preface she I, yeah, is I feel like I said a volunteer. That, but yeah, she is a volunteer with us. What are you excited for with your job? Um, I don't know, just like the little things where it's like I was volunteering for a long time, so there are just little things that I'm like, oh, I would love to like talk about that with, you know, whoever's in charge, put my little like two cents in, um, and just like seeing those things come out, just like yeah, I don't know, just simple stuff, but and also just to like be consistent with the kids, mm. it's hard to at coastline a little bit because there's only one service so it's like to be really consistent would be to not go to the service yeah but um now i'll be in there every other week and then the off weeks i have we have crew so that's just exciting to me to be with them so often yeah that's great Wow. And again, relationships. yeah, if you're a parent, you're hearing this and you're like, yeah, this, the kids intern wants to have consistent relationship with your children. It's not just like, a, oh, I want to just see him on Sunday and babysit. And like, that's that, like, that's just really, really encouraging. And I hope that people hear this and get to see the people who are really helping this church go where we think God is leading us, which is to be fully family in, in this way. And so I'm, I'm really thankful. And I think it's very evident. I've been very like, laughy on this and kind of just like casual because I spend time with you guys. I love you guys. I think you guys are super talented and I think our church is going to be really blessed by you too. So I I think I speak for everybody, certainly everybody on the coastline 
staff. This is a huge win for us. So thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for coming on the podcast and indulging me in this silly little thing. And so I'll, I'll end with this. Let's say someone listens to this and they want to, you know, get to know you a little bit more. What is one thing or one question that you want to be asked by a congregant on a Sunday or a Tuesday or Thursday? What's one question that you want to be asked that would like really be a fun conversation to have with a congregant to get to know you? That is such a great question. Thank you, I Michelle. Thank you. Don't immediately have an answer, uh, which I <laughs> a surprise. Never I'm mind. not great on the spot, but <laughs> I, I, it's hard because what I like to do is to ask people about their lives. And so I really like to learn um, unique things about them. So I don't, it'd be hard for them to come up to me and ask me a question because really the goal would be, I want to know your weird interest. And so I would be the one asking the question. Okay. So I'll ask you what's some, what's a weird interest that I have. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's always like crocheting gnomes. Gnomes. There you go. There you go. I knew it was going to come up eventually. There's a lot of weird things. I mean, it's hard because the stuff that's weird to me isn't, is weird, is not weird to me, but it is weird for other people. But I was through the filter of being homeschooled, so therefore nothing was weird. Um, But I find out later, (laughs) a lot of the stuff I like is weird. Okay. So if you see Michelle on a Sunday or Tuesday and you want to get to know her, either say, can I tell you something weird about myself? 100% 100% please or, do that. Or ask her about gnomes. Yes. That seems good. Yeah. Keegan, what about you? Um, Hunter loves to put people on the spot. I tried to buy you time. Yeah, I Michelle, was trying, Michelle, I was trying that was kind to of think. Michelle. I really was. Um, in like Is this just like a like a silly question? Yes. Okay. Um I want someone to ask, oh gosh, I have no idea, Hunter. <laughs> if you see Keegan on a Sunday or a Thursday or whatever day you see her, you could say like, hey, have you thought of the answer to that question That's yet? A good one. There you and go. then maybe she'll have had enough time to answer it and she can give you the answer. Well, all right, I'll, I'll accept, I'll accept that, I'll accept it. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate all the work that you guys have already done. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what God has for us as a team. What are you guys, what are you guys hoping for the office? Like, can you guys help us with like a little bit of the office culture? I mean, people have their door shut all the time. It's not as fun. Can you guys, any last minute ideas on how to make this place more fun? I mean, I feel like I'm not here enough to do that, but I do like to have conversations with each person because yeah. my desk is kind of in the middle of everything. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. There's, I like to improve culture, but wow. I don't really have a suggestion for this place. Nothing yet. It already yet. is kind of fun. So yeah. Yeah. Keegan, any suggestions? Mm, I just want Hunter to say hi to me when I come. Okay. In. And with <laughs> that, I'm going to say bye to everybody listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week, every week after that. And uh, make sure you say hi to Keegan and Michelle if you see them at church. They would love to talk to you. I yes, promise you. 100%. Even if you are, quote, putting them on the spot, I'm sure they would love a conversation with you. 